Hey guys, welcome to the Paddler's Playbook. Welcome ladies and gentlemen of podcast land. Thermal convection, man. These dudes almost killed me. You know, redfish are really dumb. How do you take your marsh dump? This fool used all my toilet paper. Bro, Well now that Drew's done dragging this on. TPP. You gonna get a dozen shrimp? Hey, you throwing that cast net again this weekend? Oh, good lord. I almost died. I do not want to paddle that far. Once again, he almost died. I'm not waking up at butt crack dawn. I'll see you at the launch around noon. I love wake baits. Haven't you ever heard them chatter? Let me double back here first. And now, a word from Saltside Jet. Oh, yeah. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the paddle. What is up, ladies and gentlemen of podcast land, of video land, of Facebook lands, of all the lands? Yo, th- whenever we cut from that that snow scene, you know, with the timer and everything, and then it goes over into the, the intro, it always catches me off guard. Like, there's like <laughs> this little moment <laughs> where we kind of pop up on the screen there, and I'm like, huh? I was picking my teeth. Hopefully, I don't ever get caught doing anything other than picking my teeth. Well, we'll see what you get caught with. We are Got- here, bro, staff. Guys, we are. Season three, bro, chachos, the bro episode staff. What, what are we going to talk about today in episode one, Chris? We've got a lot to talk about. Um, we got, we've got our tournament series. You know, we want to talk about not our tournament series, but the tournament series that we're going to participate in this year. Um. We've got uh, returning partners of the show. We're going to talk about those guys. We've got a couple of new um, sponsors and partners of the show. And then we've got a brand new title sponsor that is hot, hot, hot. Muy caliente. We have a new title sponsor. We've we've got a a video commercial uh, for that new title sponsor that we're going to drop and and just just a little bit, but you guys know how this goes. Me and Chris got to chop it up a little bit before we we get to the good stuff. Hey, and Chris, I, no, no, no. Before ahead, before you ahead. say anything, before I've I start got, interrupting you, all I over. have got to get this off What's my up? chest. Get it. Why did you invite me to the Facebook group? People <laughs> selling mirrors. Okay, guys. So Jesus, you know, you know that Drew absolutely is in love with. Um, people selling things on Facebook, right? So I actually found a Facebook page that is solely dedicated to people selling mirrors. And it's not, well, I didn't find it. Somebody added me to it. And so I only felt like it was the right thing to do to bestow the greatness of, which is people selling mirrors upon Drew. And he loves it. He's like, he's like, I get sucked into this rabbit hole and uh, at least I haven't added you to some. I mean, there's some people out there that are adding me to some weird. weird Look, groups. don't add me to any more groups, mm. um, guys. Add I, them to all the groups. I love, I love that group because those people are just as judgy as I am about everything going on in the background of those posts. Like it gets, it, it gets rowdy, man. It gets real rowdy. They're horrible. They're horrible, but I love it because they're horrible. 
Guys, if you've ever been out drinking with Drew, which I have a few times, this dude will pick on everybody sitting at just about every table. I will. Bar. I will. <laughs> but I expect everybody to talk about myself too. So, well, hey, Drew, there's that. So then there's there's the adding you know you know you to the Facebook page, and then there's um, the question that I asked you the other day, based off of a podcast that you had sent to me to watch. And my immediate reaction was, oh, my gosh, is do I look like that in any of our videos that we put out there? Because this dude was literally like. And he didn't blink the whole time. And I went, is he is he alive? Is he breathing? Is, and then all of a sudden I was like. One blink. And I'm like, damn, it's He's not blinking. a frozen frozen frame. It's a real dude sitting there talking. <laughs> Guys, it's some of these podcasts out there, I hope, I only hope that we are really bringing not only information, but entertainment to you folks, okay? Quality stuff that you can enjoy. I know a lot of people have praised us for, for being able to drive down the road and listen to us and have, you know, an enjoyable trip as they drive. But what about looking at these faces? I mean, I know Drew has what we like to refer to as the porcelain doll face. Yeah, no filter, baby. No it, filter. Bald or not is what they hashtag bald or not underneath that that baseball cap. Lots, lots Drew, of lots of bald. Drew is, but, is lots of bald. Chris, let's get into some uh, let's get into some fishing and kayaking talk though. Um, do it. We're, we've we've been kind of sharing tournament schedules and stuff coming up. What tournament series are you looking forward to the most? going into 2022 well and this is something that you guys are going to hear a lot about on uh this season is the tournament trails that drew and i are fishing okay drew sent me his schedule the other day and i'm like what the heck this dude jumped from nothing to everything i mean his it's like the whole year is just packed i'm honestly um i'm psyched about one series that's coming to the gulf coast well it's always been a part of the gulf coast guys but now it's been revamped. It's purchased by a whole new group of people that are running the, uh, the tournament. The prizes, the money is going to be um, substantial compared to many years in the past. I'm talking about the Galveston Redfish Series. On the boat side, it's huge, man. They're, they're actually going to, be, um, they're going to be qualifiers on the boat side for some major events like the Redfish Pro, Pro Series, uh, Red, Redfish World Cup or one of those. But the kayak side. This is one of the great things about the kayak side. They eliminated boundaries. All right. Before it used to be on, if you wanted to fish GRS, you had to fish within, you know, High Island to West Matagorda. Now you can fish the entire Texas coast. No matter where you want to fish, you can fish in this event. Unfortunately, motors are not approved for this event. But guys, wah, wah, wah. And you, you guys will hear why I say that in just in just a little bit. You guys will know where I'm going. Wah, wah, wah. We're going to talk about the new yaks me and Chris just picked up recently. You know, I always thought that going, coming over to pedal drives was the dark side. Man, I got sucked into the real dark dark side. Chris, we are your father. <laughs> yeah, he, it's true. We are going to go to the daddy. dark, dark, dark <laughs> side. So, Chris, you are going to fish a lot of the GRS, which I also plan on fishing all of the GRS events because my brother really wants to fish those this year. 
I'm, I'm super excited. Oh, wait, I got to add something that. else about GRS. These dudes Go are going to be stoked about it, especially especially um, some of these diehard redfish tournament anglers. And the guys that are down in the south that are saying they might make this, look, let me tell you something. If you like to fish against boats, there is going to be one event at the end of the year. They call it the Tournament of Champions, and it's kayaks versus boats. The, who's the first person legit, that comes to bro. mind? Legit. Who's the first person Castro. that comes to mind? Ag- Chris Castro. Chris Castro, you better be in this tournament as much as you post about it. You you better be doing it. You gotta you gotta land in like the top. Um, I think it's the top ten or so. Maybe it's top fifteen. I gotta ask him again. But you gotta land in that top quadrant of, of fishermen to be able to fish in the tournament of champions. But it's going to be lit. That that tournament of champions is what people are really going to look forward to. Kayakers especially. Yes, sir. Now, you're talking about the salt side. I, I'm finally going to do it this year, Chris. Come on. Tell us about them green fish. I'm, I'm, I'm going to fish green fish more. And the way I feel like I'm going to force myself to fish green fish more is I'm just going to enter more bass tournaments. So I'm going to fish. I'm going to fish, I'm gonna fish GRS. It. But... To force myself to pre-fish, to force myself to get out on Lake Conroe, which is 0.4 miles from my front door. The marina is literally... I see it every time I drive in there and get and get hassled by the, the security guards. Yeah, it's literally right two turns from my house. I have to make a right and then a left, and I'm on the water. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some more bass tournaments. I'm going to fish the... You know, the North Texas Bass Kayak Championship. I'm going to fish a few of their events. And then the Southeast Texas Bass League for older guys who like to drink. I don't know what the uh, complete. Ooh, I, I can't. I can't yeah. I don't know what the acronym is, but it's like 27 letters long. But they have uh, they have a few uh, really good tournaments. Actually, they at, have a lot of really good tournaments. You had me at guys that just like to drink. They 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 like to drink and make tacos, so that is my oh, is uh, Slim's type group? of tournament. This is Slim's group, yeah. Okay. This is Slim's yeah, I group. Need to, I need to join in on some of that, just a couple times. Well, they're going to be I on Lake Your House. You, they're going to be on Lake Conroe the twenty seventh. Um, I have a few people who, I mean, the twenty fifth of June. I've had a few people already hit me up. We can set up a, a big fort in the living room, and we can all just stay oh, in hell. there. Um, Bo Champs already hit me up to come up here, but for, I'm gonna for do. For those that don't know, Drew has a huge living room, although it's tile floor, so you're gonna be your rump is gonna be chilly. It, it's gonna it's gonna be cold. But Chris, man, are, are you ready? I think I'm ready. Are you ready to to announce the? Title well, sponsor for right. season three? So not the title sponsor, not yet, because we've got a few sponsors that we need to talk about first, okay? Of course, guys. I want to do the title sponsor, though. Not yet. So three Crap. years. Okay. Three years. Oh, man, let's give some love to where love is, <laughs> is due. Real Sportswear is continuing their their commitment to be a part of the pro staff, okay? Yes, And yes, I wouldn't are. be surprised if soon enough, man, we might have our own brand, like, the bro staff, bro wear. The Paddlers you know. Playbook Foamy Hat. Fo- the Paddlers Playbook Foamy hey. Hat. Speaking- I'm going to change my hat in here a little, in a little bit, though. I got to go ahead and give some love to our, our new title sponsor whenever I change my hat. But speak, speaking of uh, real sportswear, guys, during this show, 
some way we are going to be giving away a real sportswear t-shirt package um you gotta listen to you gotta listen to the show here if you're listening to this on a shared post please make your way over to the paddlers playbook uh page and watch and listen there because there we can see all of your comments and the comments are going to be how you guys can win but we're going to give away a real sportswear t-shirt pack today we're also going to give away some paddlers playbook Custom crankbaits. Custom crankbaits. Custom crankbaits, baby. Some nice wake baits here with the Paddler's Playbook on the side. So those are going to hey, be how cool. About some, how about some love? We're bringing back pure fishing. Oh, yeah. Abu but, Garcia, Pin, Ugly Stick. It's all, it's all about pure fishing, man. We're going to bring some really cool stuff this season, too, because gray fishing. Those of you guys who may be you know, beginners at fly fishing, you want to learn how to fly fish, Gray fishing is going to come on board with the pure fishing and Plano, bro. Plano. I'm excited about the Plano. I'm Plano. excited about the Plano. A lot of folks are going to benefit off of having Plano a part of the pure fishing team. Who else we got um, coming coming back? I think that's Plano. it coming back, that's man. Okay, that's so all we got coming back, but we got new, the new ones. New to the stage, guys. Please welcome the fly trap out of Rockport, Texas. Hey, hey. This is going to be a great partnership, especially for those that are, like I said, beginners in fly fishing. If you want to learn more about fly fishing, get more involved, Chris Fowler with the Fly Trap is going to be there to help. What about new eyewear, bro? You have been busting at the seams about getting you some new sunglasses because your old Coastas just plain flat out suck. You saw them. You saw my old Coastas. They They are bad, dude. I don't even know what color those are or what they started out as, but they yeah. look like Carol Baskins. Something Baskins. Carol Baskins would wear. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. <laughs> so this year we're bringing on Red Tail Republic. Red Tail Republic is going to support the Paddler's Playbook, and we're going to support Red Tail Republic. But I know you guys are here for one thing and one thing only. Hold on. I got to change my hat for this. Title sponsor, right? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Oh Lord, oh. you you guys know better than to think that we are gonna <laughs> that we're gonna go with those ascends. We are not fishing ascends yeah. in the Paddler's playbook, guys. For those those that are listening on the radio, I just threw on a Bass Pro hat. You know, Bass Pro. We love shopping there, but man, the ascend we just can't support it. We no, can support sir. you using an ascend if that's what you want to do. <laughs> but yeah, we just can't support that product. All not right, all. let's hey. get into it. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Roll that beautiful bean footage. You guys, you know, we've been waiting in anticipation to announce who our 2022 season three title sponsor is. And me and Chris have made our way up here. Is saying making our way up here, is that giving it away yet? Um, we're going to go check out the store. I can't wait for you guys to see uh, what we have in store for you. Let's go. Here it is, bro staff, the moment you've all been waiting for. You know the guys have been hard at work finding the perfect sponsor for the Paddler's Playbook. And these guys were the best of the best. Mariner's safe. 
Mariner Sales, located in Dallas, Texas, is the premier destination for those anglers looking for the largest selection of in-stock kayaks and kayak accessories. Whether you're looking for Old Town Autopilot, the new Hobie 360, all models of PDL, feel free Bonafides, Natives, and New Canoe, Mariner Sales has got you covered. Mariner Sales also carries everything you need to power your yacht. Their extensive warehouse has dozens and dozens of in-stock kayaks as well as lithium batteries, fish finder accessories, tackle management systems, and so much more. With a large selection of PFDs featuring Stole Quest, Mustang Survival, and NRS, just to name a few, genuine Hobie accessories. Yes, they even have those foam grommets you're always looking for. Don't forget their new canoe wall with anything and everything you need to outfit your new canoe. And all things Burley Pro, including the Bumper Pro. Mariner Sales has a vast selection for even the most sophisticated of anglers, Yak Attack, FPV Power, Newport Vessels, and other pop industry brands. Visit them online at marinersales.com. That's mariner-sails.com or stop by the store at 1110, that's four ones and a zero, North Diamonds Freeway, Dallas, Texas. Their friendly, knowledgeable staff is available to answer all your questions and help you find what you've been needing. Hey, bro staff, seriously, from me to you, I went there and had an amazing experience, and you can too. It's well worth the drive to Mariner Sales. This is Salt Side Jess, and as always, I'll see you on the Salt Side. Chris. Let's uh, the dude, the dude. let's 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 How start like this that? all over. Let's start this all over. You oh, okay. you ready? Yeah. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Podcast Land. I'm your host Drew Turner. I'm here with my co-host Chris Lewis, what and up, this is up? another edition of the Paddler's Playbook live from Season. the Mariner Sales Three. Studio, Episode One. What? Guys, we are <laughs> extremely excited to bring Mariner Sales on to the paddler's playbook me and chris were just up there last weekend talking with everybody um i, I love this comment this guy already says now i want a new kayak that is kayak. what that is supposed to make you want to do did you see that warehouse okay so i'm flying my drone around inside the warehouse and first off you should have seen how tricky it was to fly in there because it's so packed i mean it is so jam-packed with gear kayaks paddles i mean tons and tons of stuff guys and that's not even like their full warehouse don't they have another warehouse or they're building another warehouse oh you didn't even see that no you didn't see the extra warehouse space on the back that had all the old towns in it like there was still another two or three dozen old towns there's a warehouse for the warehouse yeah, in the warehouse behind the warehouse that's connected to the warehouse that's by the warehouse by the showroom floor. And while I was there, they didn't stop loading kayaks into trucks. Like, I did that, that footage of the, the guys loading the two kayaks in the truck. After they left, another truck pulled up. They loaded more kayaks into that one. After they left, another truck pulled up. And then they put a PA on top of a damn do- Toyota Corolla. And that thing <laughs> rolled off. <laughs> But, you know, guys, speaking of Mariner Sales, we didn't get a chance to talk to this guy 
hardly at all while we were up there for what, like six hours? Because there were so many people in and out of you the made store. Me well, I was excited. I wanted to see yeah. everything. I wanted to see he everything really, he that there was. To see seeing. everything, touch everything. He was like a child. I wanted. I wanted to see everything. But this episode, season three, episode one, we are going to revisit choosing the right fishing kayak for you, or choosing a fishing kayak for you. It's been two years. We've had some advancements in the industry. Just a little bit. We've had a lot of stuff that we didn't hit on the some first of those one. Are now gone. Yeah, the favorites are now gone. But our guest today is not, none other than the store manager at Mariner Sales, Mr. Duke Tran. Duke, Duke, what up? How you doing, man? What up? Good. Welcome How you to doing? the show. We're doing good, Thanks, man. Sir. We're doing don't good. Be, don't be so excited, Duke. Don't be so excited, man. <laughs> Duke's like, I've been on here for an hour. Yeah. We, we, we've been, been on. We got here early. He's been hanging out with us for a while. All right, so if you guys have listened to the show, um, you know, uh, there might be some new listeners right now, um, but a lot of the old listeners might be uh, on as well, might have downloaded this episode. You guys know we're going to put Duke through the gamut of all the questions that Drew loves to ask. But before we do that, man, we really want to know about maybe your position at Mariner Sales, how you got started at Mariner Sales, what about Mariner Sales is great for you. Um, I've only been here for about a year, so but I've been with Mariner Sales for about six, seven years. Uh, uh, I started running, you know, fishing in the working working man's tournaments just to get my feet wet. Uh, one thing led to another. I ended up after the first year or two, I ended up picking up the trail myself, and because uh, um, it was handed off to me, you know, people just couldn't do it anymore. Um, so I just went in and I took over working the, uh, running the uh, working man's for them. And then a year or so after that, I started my own trail, which is the North uh, Kayak Championship. But, you know, I, I'm a civil designer by background. One day, Eris just came in and said, are you happy with your job? But I was like, yeah, dude, I'm working like 12 hours a day, so not really you know happy. Is another man just following his passion and starting to do something that he actually enjoys in life. I'm on my way. Yeah. 22 years of, of dealing with the man, and I'm... <laughs> I'm ready to well, I'm ready to whittle wood for 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 pennies on the dollar. <laughs> well, I, I do love my job. I just don't get to fish much anymore. You don't even get to fish your own tournaments. I was talking to you about the I tournaments know. and everything, and you're like, "Well, I'm not even going to be there. I got I got to send somebody else with some prizes and stuff." Man, I was like, "What? Yeah, yeah. You're not even. Well, you can get live to be vicariously through others. I tell I tell you about my fishing excursions after I start fishing again." Duke, I tell you what, since you since you won't get to do a whole lot of fishing, and I'm just getting into the bass game, you can just give me your spots, and I'll make sure that the fish hey, is still there, hey, there and I'll go. make sure I'll make sure that I don't tell anybody about where I'm fishing or anything, and you could live vicariously <laughs> through my my Tourney X or my iAngler app. We could we could do that. Sound like a plan? Yeah, sure. Don't blame me for your poor results. <laughs> it was it was Duke's spot. It was Chris. What 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 were you most impressed with when we went up to Mariner Sales this past weekend? Oh, dude, it's I love I love to see walls full. You know, I love it whenever I walk into a store and I see walls just full of product. Um, not only was it full, but it was organized. Organized product is yeah. You know, it's important, right? You would expect to find things in, you know, 
or I found things in the exact spots that I would expect to find them. Um, and not only did they have, you know, the cool accessories, but they had the, the uh, essentials. You know, like if you needed some uh, waterproof butt connectors, dude, they're there. They're there. How, I mean, how many kayak shops do you walk into and, and can you find a multitude of waterproof butt connectors with a badass PFD? It doesn't happen that often. So I was showing that range is, is pretty cool. They, they did have just walls and walls and walls of accessories. Um, they even had the little spring that I needed for my PA. But I think what I was most impressed by was the sheer number of kayaks that Mariner Sales has in stock right now. There were dozens of PA 360s. There were dozens of Old Town Sportsmen's. There were dozens of PDLs. Like they had dozens of so, all of the best kayaks that, that, that you could want or want to look at or dozens dude, of new canoes. Like there were dozens of everything. What brands does Mariners carry as far as oh, kayaks? Man. Just kayak. Just kayak brand. Oh, I think it was like 14 different brands. We got, you know, Old Town, Hobie, um, Ocean Kayak, Diablo, Native, New Canoe, Feel Free, Bonafide. Bonafide. Um, so it's quite a bit. Um, and they wilderness. just keep on going. Wilderness. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a lot. <laughs> and they even carry a pretty good variety of paddle boards, too. Yeah, yeah, we got a few, a few. Yeah, uh, it's really, like, at this point, it's hard to keep those even in stock. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I, saw, uh, I saw your post that you guys just got a wilderness order in, and those recons, you know, people think some of these hoies and stuff are hard to find, but those recons are even harder to find. I mean, you can't hardly find oh, any yeah. wilderness anywhere right now. Those recons are, are pretty sweet. It was uh, my second choice compared to uh, the kayak I ended up getting. I guess, Chris, we, we can talk about that now. You were talking about going to the dark side. Well, I figured I figure we'd get there. Where are you going? Where are you going? Get, let's get there whenever we talk about the right kayak for you. Okay, okay, okay. This, this is actually one of those kayaks that I've been talking about wanting to put my rear end in for quite some time. I've been talking about it for years. There you go. Now, Duke, I'm going to ask you the same question I ask everybody when they come on this show. But first, listeners, pay attention. That's all I'm going to say. Pay attention. So, Duke, what is one of your most memorable fishing memories or your first fishing memory and then what was your very first kayak? My very memorial memory, um, I, one of the best tournament memories, I fished a tournament, uh, was it K, uh, KBS on Fort, and I was on a good run. I had four fish with a stringer, uh, but I kept on losing like all my, my fifth fish. I could never land my fifth fish. I kept, I lost like four big ones. And then after the tournament, turns out it was a three-way tie for second third and fourth place and back in the day they did the uh, uh the scoring by uh you know uh, uh, time you submitted your fish so all my kids all my all the time in the afternoon even though it was a three-way tie i ended up fourth place so it was kind of a, a lit down uh, awesome deal where i had four fish and uh four fish that was tied with all these other guys with five fish so it was oh cool. wow so you just needed that yeah. that one fish that last oh yeah i just needed one- I, I needed one fish, and with my, if I caught anything, even a dink, a 10-inch fish, I would have won the whole tournament. Wouldn't That's crazy that, 
That's your that's your most memorable. Now, what about your very first kayak? What was the very first kayak that you ever purchased or traded for or were given or anything like that? So I, my very first kayak, I did like everybody else. I did my research. I did, you know, uh, you know, at the time it was, you know, Texas Kayak Fisherman and uh, Texas Fishing Forum, all those user groups. I, I was in there just doing months and months and months of research. And at that time, the best kayak you could get for around 500 bucks was the Pescador uh, 120. That's why I ended up buying my first kayak. I think that was that was Jessica's first kayak was the Pescador 120. I mean, that, yeah. yeah, it's the old tarpon mold. So, I mean, anybody yep. that had a tarpon 120 yep. had a Pescador 120 or vice versa. If you had a Pescador 120, you, say, you had a tarpon 120. Even, I think even the Eagle Talon 120 is the same thing as the, the Pescador. Same the, thing. Yep. Yeah. That that molds made the rounds. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it it is gone from company to company to company. Um, Chris, yo, your new yak. What is it? Oh, we're getting there. We're already getting. Yeah, there. we're getting there, um, man. Let, let's let's get into this choosing well, the right okay. right kayak. Ram Ram has a question real quick. I don't know if he's trying to be silly or what, but butt connectors. Butt connectors, sir. It's not connecting butts. It's connecting your your wires together, and it's got the shrink wrap in it. And sometimes it actually has solder in it. So whenever you you uh, heat it up, everything just becomes one cohesive unit. It's fantastic for water, salt water applications and water applications in general. All right. So go ahead. I can't ever get those to work right. Like no. the, you got to buy solder, the high dollar ones, man. You got to buy the good ones. I don't buy high dollar nothing except for fishing gear. Don't buy that's them off about of Amazon. It. Don't buy yeah. them off of Amazon. That's all I can say. <laughs> that's that's where mine are from. Mine are from Amazon. Amazon, yeah, those are mm-hmm. gonna fail on you. So, guys, you've heard you've heard me talk about so many different kayaks that I've owned over the past years. Uh, there have been a lot, but there's been this one kayak in particular that both my wife and I have been crazy about since the very first time that we ever sat down in it. And the reason why is because now, first off, the deck is super cool. Okay. The deck is uh, probably a dream deck whenever it comes to um, an open layout for a kayak, but it's the butt. That it's, really, it, it, it's, it's the, the chair. Butt. It's, it's the, the chair. chair if you if you listen to the show, season one and season two, Chris saying it's the chair, you already know what I, kayak I brand prefer, he's about to name. I prefer a saddle. I really prefer a saddle whenever I'm kayaking. I prefer to sit down into the kayak. But this thing was so freaking comfortable, I couldn't I didn't want to get out of it. And I couldn't wait to try it again. And it's been I want to say two years, no, three. When was it was at a demo day, and that's been a long time because of COVID. But uh, I just can't wait to put my ass. Oops, sorry. I think that I'm not supposed to cuss on this one. <laughs> can't wait to put, I can't your wait butt. To put my rear end into uh, a bona fide man, and that's what I picked up. I picked up a SS127 Liberty, um, and yeah, it's comfy. Don, just just wait, buddy. Way, way better than that new canoe seat. And the new canoe seat's not too bad. Um, but the SS-127, and it's paired up, like I said, man, you guys brought me not only to the dark side, but like the real evil, evil part of the dark side. This thing's motorized. 
It and is have, motorized. And it, it came down to, you know, I'm telling Drew, I'm like, I don't really need the, you know, other, the extra kayak, you know? And he's like, look, Chris, if you want to talk the talk and walk the walk, you need to go ahead and, and expand the entire gamut of, uh, of kayaks. And, and the industry's moving to motorize. So you need to be able to talk at least about one. I, I said, do it for the bro staff. Do it for get, the bro staff. Get the motor oh, yeah. for the bro staff. So you got the Newport vessels. Dude, is it the I, 180? The look, 180? Is that the motor? It's not. It, I didn't even just go for like a, a kayak motor that's being used on kayaks regularly, like the Power Paddle or the Bixby or the Torquedo. I went freaking Newport, dude. This thing's 24 volt. 60 pound thrust i mean it's gonna push almost anything the the front of the boat's gonna rear up whenever you hit the whenever you hit it yeah i've seen videos of this you're gonna have to get it on plane and here's what's crazy okay and and whenever i do the install on this we're gonna talk a lot okay i'm gonna do an install video and we're gonna talk very detailed um information about how these motors work but not only how they work but how what you should expect out of them when pairing them with it the battery that you choose right that's very very important i did not expect a 50 amp battery for people to be telling me that you can use a 50 amp hour battery on a 60 pound motor for three days i'm like no there ain't no way so we're going to test that theory out but so far everybody has told me a 50 amp hour battery will last three days as long as you're not you know wide open throttle on this thing which is not it's not smart to use an electric motor at wide open throttle anyway for an extended period of time. Yeah. Yeah. For an extended period of time, for sure. Yeah. I'm over on the dark side. Don, Don, Don said, welcome me to the dark side. Um, we've paired the Newport vessel. It is the NK 180, 108. Is that what it is? NK 180. 180s. Yeah. And we've paired that with the, um, Oh, help me out with the battery, man. I've only looked at it. FPV power. FPV power. Um, and it's basically two 12-volt 50 amps in series. So we're going to be running 24 volts. And these things are light, dude. They're they're light. <laughs> very light. No matter how I do that, it looks wrong, man. But very, yeah, very light. They're very, very light. But you, 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 you went to the dark side, man. I It'll also be- went to the dark side, but I've been, I've been talking about going to the dark side. You've been squinting last- about this kayak for the longest time, and I told him, I said, "Dude, you look so lazy." I, I don't care. I Do sent that. you a video, and I was strolling for white bass, and I just had a remote in my hand. He boop, corrected boop, me instantly. Boop. It's not laziness; it's efficiency. <laughs> it is efficient, my man. It is efficient. And if you guys don't know by me talking about the the remote, I am in the Old Town Autopilot 136 with the Minkota Spotlock. A huge boat, dude. It is massive. I don't care. I only oh, got I'm just saying it for the listeners. The listeners like if you're looking for a big boat, this thing is big. It it's big. The that is the only negative I will say after taking this thing out twice. It is a beast. It's it's 154 pounds. It's a beast. Getting it out of the truck with everything unloaded on it is fine. Good thing but you lift geriatrics all day long. For your, exactly. But <laughs> your you better put that boat really close to the water 
once you start adding the batteries and the motor. And I went with the FPV uh, power batteries. I got a 110 and I have a 25 in there. And I think it's only like 28 pounds altogether for all of that stuff, which is light. Jessica can pick it up and she was doing curls with it. Um, it's very easy. So it's not like the motor isn't very heavy. The batteries aren't very heavy. I think they're both like 24, 28 pounds each. But you put all that stuff in there, and you better be close to the water whenever you're going to launch. Because it's heavy to get in the water. I grunted a little bit. But it all makes up for it whenever you catch a fish, and all you do is hit that spot lock, and you don't move. Or you're going down a shoreline, and all you do is hit that north heading, get where you want to go, and that motor keeps you going on that same drift that whole way. You can cast you know, cast after cast after cast and not adjust anything. Now, can I fa- you sync that thing up with um, with a GPS unit and and have it troll you a shoreline, a specific shoreline? Kind of like an iPilot? Y- yes and no. So if you already went on that line, so if you hit record and you record yourself going that way, if you hit the home button again, it will take you back through your track. Well, I want to catch the same fish. But, Duke, I don't believe that you can hook it up to your fish finder in order to go on the same track as your fish finder. But if, if you hit some fish on a drift or you hit some fish on a shoreline, you can hit the, the, the track button. It will track where you went, and then you hit that button again, and it'll take you back the exact same way that you, that, that you went earlier. Um, so it does so have that change. You won't be able to connect to the uh, GPS. You won't be able to connect yeah. to the fish finder. Not, not the fish finder, but it does have the tracking on the actual iPilot remote itself. You can, well, no, you that's can do it through iPilot, that. Though. It's not Minn Kota, right? No, it's Minn Kota. Oh, it's it the Minn Kota iPilot. Yep. With spot lock technology. But the Duke, we were, we were talking about it. And you know, let's just we'll, we'll start to get into um, we'll start to get into some technical talk here about about the boats and why why I chose this boat. We were talking before the show. You guys heard me earlier. I was talking about wanting to do more bass tournaments. One thing about learning a new style of fishing, um, getting into you know different bodies of water, you want to try to figure it out as fast as you can um you want to try to figure out the patterns you want to try to figure out what baits you're using with that autopilot i am more efficient because of the features that it has with the motor and my ability to seriously have completely hands-free fishing not adjusting any any motor i mean not a motor not adjusting any rudder with my hands or anything. Um, you can actually, it actually has a rudder on it as well that's controlled by the feet. I can cast more. And for me, casting more will help me learn these new bodies of water and help me learn more about, you know, fishing for bass because I'm gonna be able to throw twice as many baits at these fish as I would if I was in a, well, in a paddle kayak, I can guarantee you it's twice as many. Like two times as many casts than you will be from a paddle kayak 
covering different water. Now, if you're just standing still, it don't matter what kind of kayak you are. You just cast and cast and cast. But moving and covering yep. water, I can cover a ton more water. I can cast more, which means I will be able to use more and different varieties of baits. Is that what the, that means? In the same type of areas to figure out what I need to throw in these bass tournaments when fishing for vat for bass. That's Chris. That's what I was saying too. This will make me more efficient. Um, Man, a more so efficient angle. I want to say right now. So, go. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I can't say any of them. You told me I couldn't. You told Let's, me. I'm, I just I'm, said you I'm, can't say cuss words. <laughs> there, it's a lot of cuss words. <laughs> Let's hear it. Man. Okay. Uh, Look, dude. So what I'm hearing is completely the opposite of of what I have been fishing like my whole entire life as a kayak fisherman, which is paddle more, cast, cast less. less. Mm-hmm. And what you want to do now is you want to paddle less and cast a whole, whole, whole lot more. Because is I'm trying really, to figure it out. Is this really how bass fishermen work? What What do you think, Duke? <laughs> do, 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 do you think it's I think I, more about covering water what, or more about get going from place to place? Well, it's, it's, I think what you're trying to say is, you know, uh, you, you're not having to worry about position. You don't have to worry about, you're not having to worry about your kayak. Exactly. You know, you're just worrying about your fishing. You know, you don't have to fight the rudder all the time and, you know, angling in you just tell you the boat you want to do this you want to go down this line you want to stay right here you that's you you just do that you tell it you program the remote you put it down and you just fish you fish you fish you fish and that's you know you can really concentrate on like you this little cove you can really concentrate and make your cast count you know make your more precise counts because you know there's a lot of times where you and your boat's like doing this or 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 switch way and you have to try and correct it all the, all the time you won't have to do that on the autopilot not at all now now chris you're talking about casting less paddling more but it's a t- it's a completely different type of fishing it's, yeah you're looking casting it's you're sight casting and looking yeah. for for bait yeah. whereas yeah a lot of these you know if you're not bed fishing you're bro just bro staff, bro staff. you're trying to cover water. Check this out. Check this out. So Drew got his autopilot one thirty five niner, and he brought it home. <laughs> he made a video. Guess what I sent him the next day? A nice little present in his inbox was an email oh, God. sent to me from from um, oh gosh, what's the company? West Marine. West Marine for a twelve inch live scope screen yeah he's trying to get me to spend four grand on I'm a like, thing I'm like here you go you need to go ahead and start your video game fishing right now boy oh god i i don't know if i'm gonna get into the video game fishing yet um i've talked to some people i really want to stick to four different baits or you know types of baits and really concentrate on learning where and how to fish those over the next year before I start really looking into anything you know else. You and I can why? fish most of, most of those in shallower 8 to 10 foot of water. I'm going to be fishing 10 foot or less as much as I can because I want to learn how to do that first. You Yes, you need to learn that first, son. And what you need to learn 
is is that the additional electronics are not going to make you a better fisherman. Being a better fisherman will make you a better fisherman. Guys, don't ever forget that. Okay, little tip from Uncle Chris. Just like a red dot on your everyday carry will not make you. <laughs> are we going to talk about that? Do we want to talk about that really quickly? I don't know. Do we? Do we I, I just bring that nonsense look, into this. It's absolutely outrageous. Uh, you guys know what we're talking about. We're talking about the the pulling out the uh, pulling out the Glock on some uh, otters out there in the marsh. That most people would just pull out a camera and take pictures take of a them. Picture, yeah. Jesus Christ, if guys! You are if you are afraid of nature, you have no business being in nature. Point blank, done. Those things do not want to mess with you. They don't. And everybody Gators that's saying, don't mess with yeah. You. Everybody that's saying that they do want to mess with you or they've read an article. I've seen one article from 2018 where an almost 80-year-old woman got scratched by an otter who well, was wounded and Florida they had 10 people. Once, yeah, it was a Florida, Florida lady. Will, it was a Florida lady. Florida so, man once died by the otter. <laughs> geez, assault, I like that. Corey assault said man. it is assault otters. Now... I don't want to. I don't want to give. Ridiculous. I don't want to give this man any more pub than he is already getting, um, because I think I think it's ridiculous. This is the last thing. I, we'll move on from this, but this is the last thing I want to say about this. People are a, saying it'll be in a future episode. We'll, yeah, we'll go into depth about how to how to approach this this situation properly. How to how approach otters, but. Um, you guys notice that all of the comments were taken off of this video. He shut down the comments on it because he didn't like what people were saying. But the video's still up. Because you know why? Because the views matter. And the views are all that matters. Comments don't matter. None of that matters. The views and clicking that matter. And everybody's clicking on it. That's why I didn't include a link in my comment. Me either. Duke, I see you're shaking your head, man. Whenever I sent that to you, you were like, what in the world is going on? And so it's yeah. Drew's fault. He's sending it out to everybody, getting everybody all Everybody. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. seen it. Everybody has seen it. And I'm getting messages from everybody about it, too. I'm like, oh, come on, dude. Let it go already. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's, it's dumb. Hilarious. I mean, to be a gun owner, you about to be a little bit more responsible than that you know it's i I love nature and yeah yeah Yeah, i think it was what got everybody was just the extraness of it like it wasn't even like he pulled out his his he pulled out his glock from anything he He pulled out his glock he put the clip in he did a barrel check he's got the red red dot on there it was just so much extra about how ferocious they are and how vicious these otters are and how mean they are and can you hear them can you hear them they're protecting their nest like it was all the extraness i've ever seen too it was like this is the coolest freaking otter i've ever seen and the dude's drawing up on it, man. It's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be, you know, high noon at okay by you. I don't know. Okay, I dumb. okay. I, I'm, <laughs> we're gonna read this comment from Austin Matthews, and then we're gonna move on. 
Aren't all SeaWorld employees strapped with Glocks because of the stray otters that are there? All right, we're gonna leave it. We're gonna leave the otter talk now because the SeaWorld SeaWorld right, employees so, are strapped. So one thing we wanted to get into is is New World kayaks, right? And we told we talked about how kayaks were never gonna get smaller again, right? We've talked about that numerous times. We talked about it with Jim Salmons. We talked about it with um, Dean over at slow ride um we've talked about it with pretty much every kayak designer or anyone that's had a hand in kayak design are they ever going to get smaller are they just going to continue to get bigger and bigger and bigger duke what do you say um i hope they don't get any bigger (laughs) (laughs) any bigger than what i mean okay i have to unload the trucks (laughs) (laughs) he's like he's like my back is counting on them not getting any bigger so the largest the largest format in your store I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess that it's not. Okay, the the Old Town is probably the beast, most beastly as far as like it's it's beastly in its size. But as far as the largest format, is it the Titan? The Titan, right. Well, well it's the Titan 13 and a half, but that's also discontinued. So Is it? Okay, so that one's out. Yeah. It's no longer going to be a, yeah. a problem for your back. Um, so then – yeah. The next largest format would probably be the PA. The PA 360. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. PA 360. And yep. then the Old Town, although the Old Town weighs more. And that's probably due to... Weighs more. Price. and Well, yeah, and the, the Old Town gets shipped with the back, the um, with the motor packaged in, in, in nappings. So it makes it that much more heavier. Whereas then, you know, the, the Hobie... Yep, yep, Hobie and Nev and all, everybody else, all their drives and seats and everything comes on a separate box. So in that same format, large format for, and it used to be drew. What did we say about, about the big kayaks? They were only for bass fishermen. No, we, we said they're big boy kayaks, right? They're, they're for the big they're boys. Big, <laughs> they're big boy kayaks because Chris Lopez can't use anything other than a big boy kayak. Cause he's a big boy he now, is. but just about everybody is riding on top of those things, man. You could be five foot, nothing. And you've got, you know, the biggest kayak out there. Now you're pedaling it with one foot, standing up, readjusting yourself, pedaling it with the other foot because you can't reach the damn pedals all the way. But you're still using the biggest kayak out there. What about Feel Free? I know they make some big kayaks. Now they've got what's the largest one in their format or the largest format in their line? It's the Marlin. Is that what it's called? No. I don't know. Um, I they have the um, big blue. The Dorado. 13 and a half. Dorado. No. Yeah. Not the Dorado? It's, it's not the Dorado, Dorado 13 and a half? That, it's the, I don't think it's that big. It's uh, the Lure, Lure 13 and a half. The Lure is their largest one? So I think so. These kayaks aren't expected to get any smaller ever. And another comment that was made was the saddles are gone. Do you have any models in mind that you sell there at the store that have saddles? I don't think so. Like the the tarpon would have been the last or or maybe the trident. The trident, trident has a saddle still doesn't have a chair like the um, um ocean kayak so, ride yeah we so we don't hold a lot of inventory for the the ocean kayaks because we just you know there's not a whole lot of market for it up in dallas in dallas right mm-hmm. so if somebody was coming into your store and they said man i really don't want to be in a huge kayak want to be in something probably let's say a a, a woman five three Hundred pounds soaking wet. What are you gonna? What are you going to tell her that she should probably paddle? 
Or pedal. Uh, that, or if pedal. she wants to paddle. If she wants to paddle. Paddle, we got a couple of different options. You know, the the RS-117, the Old Town uh, 120, the Native Falcon is actually a really good one. The New Canoe Flit, uh, it actually paddles through decent but it's probably the least stable out of the out of the whole stable out of out of all out of the, yeah it's even even for new canoe that's a uh not a very stable boat i, I was able to stand up in right one, but it wasn't very comfortable standing up in it. no no now what is what was the no. um uh, what was the native that you mentioned the native what the native falcon falcon what is that is that a sit inside sit on top what is that no it's, uh, it's top it's got a frame seat uh, it's got a nice center hatch. It's got a nice front hatch. Uh, it kind of took the place of the manta ray. Yeah, it kind of took the place of the manta ray. Yeah, manta ray was yeah, a great it, kayak it, for many years. Right, it's not as streamlined as the manta ray because uh, the manta ray had that really pointed nose. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been selling a lot of those. They, 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 they're, and their price point is really, really nice on it. So what is what does that that boat come in at? Like eight eight fifty or eight ninety something like that. Okay, mm-hmm. the big thing listeners on this show are always asking about is sub thousand dollar kayaks. Mm-hmm. What? So that's a great question to ask, Duke. Is yep. right now what sub one thousand dollar kayaks are out there? What kayaks are are good quality products for under a thousand dollars? The Native Falcon, the uh, uh, the Feel Free Mokin. Um, because that's that's gonna be the hard part because all the all the ones that are released that are right at sub a thousand like nine ninety nine or not eight ninety nine they're all you know with the recent price issues, they're all up over a thousand dollars you know yeah, and we're I, gonna have I, to change that to well no to, I, I'm yeah. looking I'm, I'm looking right now the feel free Mokin twelve is nine twenty nine the Falcon eleven is nine ninety nine the three waters uh. Big Fish 105 is 849 and it's on it's a lot on of people sale. People were talking about that kayak for the past year. A lot yeah. of people have been talking about that. Which kayak. one? The Big Waters, the um the Big Fish oh, the Three Waters? Yeah, yeah, Three Waters Big Fish. Yeah. And and then for my yeah. money because it, I have I've seen this boat, um the Old Town Sportsman 106 right now is 949. So, if you if you mm-hmm. had to make me choose between the Feel Free Mokin the Falcon, the Big Waters, the Sea Stream Angler, and the Old Town Sportsman 106. I'm I'm taking the Old Town Sportsman 106, but that's just me. So the Sportsman, just to be clear, the Sportsman is just a renamed version of the uh, Top Top Water. Right? Okay. Right. Right. So they stream their 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 products. They still sell. You know the top waters and spreaders are some in some markets. Some stores actually still order it, but um, they all the sportsmen have the new sportsman seat, which you know, you've had a couple of days in it already. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty. It's fairly comfortable. Uh, it's padded. It's got a nice pocket on the bottom. Um, that's about it. Like 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 the the sportsman PDLs. They um, instead of the side mounted rudders, they have a power pole mount on it now. Because that was that was then when they had you know that that offset um, handle on the back of the uh, sportsman or the top waters, um, so they got rid of that and made that spot a, a power pole mount 
Okay, mm. all all you kayak designers out there that are listening to this show, go ahead and put that in your hat right now. Stop making kayaks with offset handles. Nobody carries their kayak hardly with anything in it. Everybody piles as much crap as they can into the back, and then when somebody grabs the front handle, it's got a pivot point, and you pick it up, and that everything slides. Every, <laughs> your, your whole black pack and everything goes to one side. The whole kayak goes that way. Like, quit putting a, either put two back there so somebody can get a good handle on it, or just put one in the middle, one in the middle of the back, one or the other, because it's going. It, that, that thing goes sideways I'd, I'd and everything know, else. I'd love to know if anybody ever had any problems or concerns with the handles on the Bonafide because I tell you what, that's a damn good design. They are handles. solid. They are solid, solid and, and they, they retract. they away, dude. Yeah, they tuck away. I'm like, what? Yeah. And they retract. So those were just, you know, a few a few kayaks that Mariner sells, sells that is under $1,000 if you want to paddle. Now... If you are a serious kayak fisherman, those kayaks are probably not going to be on the top of your list. Can you can you kayak fish out of them? Absolutely. But that is not something that you are going to have all day comfort in that you are not going to want to upgrade in the next I don't know, a year or two of fishing out of one. Those are great beginner kayaks. Those are great recreational kayaks. But if you want to really get down and dirty and get out there and really be comfortable fishing a 12-hour day out there in the marsh or out there on the lake, you're going to want to step it up a little bit. So the next price range we're going to kind of look at when choosing a kayak is kind of the $1,000 to $2,000 range. And we can kind of start with you know some of the paddle kayaks because right now i cannot think of very many reasons why if you have the money why would you choose to go with a paddle kayak instead of a pedal kayak bro do you not know this answer Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. I'm Joy all the way, and I I enjoy taking the native out still. I enjoy paddling. There's there's a time and place for it. But it's been a lot more enjoyable to have the Hobie and the pedals and everything else. Chris, can you think of, other than just if you like to paddle, if if you want to get more of a cardiovascular workout out of it, um... To not go with a pedal kayak instead of a paddle. Okay, so one thing that I learned fishing in Florida, whenever you have to fight really high currents, you would think it would be awesome to pedal over paddle, but it's not. I was outpaced two to one in a Revo versus a tarpon 140 you want to know why why because the entire time my system for propulsion was under the water creating drag with the current whereas the propulsion system for the paddler was on top of the water and so therefore they had nothing creating drag nothing their paddle the paddle does not stay in the water 
Okay, it pushes it's slicing, the water. It's and, slicing and through. Exit, exits right out. All right. In those instances, I I hated it. Okay, every time we had to battle, you know, a swing of three to five foot, that current was going to be ripping. And if we had to move, I was dreading <laughs> having to go anywhere. You should have seen the guy that was with us in a PA. Because not only did he have to battle the, the fact that the PA was a pig, but he also had 18 inches of drive down in the water. And the current just wouldn't let him go anywhere. Uh-huh. I felt like we had to go rescue the guy. And I had to so, battle my Revo just getting it across. So being, being in a strong current would, would definitely be a reason to maybe paddle instead of pedal. If you the know old- you're going to be fishing in areas with current. The only thing I have to say about that, though, is like we talked about at the beginning of this this uh, this part, there aren't very many kayaks being made anymore, like the Tarpon 160, the Tarpon 140. I, I They true. discontinued the Tarpon Ocean series. Kayak, Ocean Kayak will still make them. They will probably yeah. always make them because yeah. that is their – I mean, it's in their moniker. It's in their name. Mm-hmm. So the ocean may be maybe one of them, but now for some of the some of the larger paddling kayaks, Chris, you already named one that you just got, the SS one twenty seven, which I've owned the bona fide SS one twenty seven. The features and bona fide drilled this into my head when I was pro staffing for bona fide, the fishability of this boat. Just the little fishy features are great. The junk drawer. I can't wait, man. Oh, dude, yeah. the junk drawer is awesome. The little, you know, it has little slits in the junk drawer for your reels to lay on. So you can put four reels right there between your legs. But, the, you know, the Bonafide 127 is one of the paddle kayaks that is easily motor riggable, by the way. Um, and it comes motor in motor riggable. That's that's my new line. It's motor riggable, and it comes in at at seventeen ninety nine, and that's a that's a solid platform to fish from uh, if you're wanting to to paddle. Yes. So Michelle saw that price and she was like, "Really? Only seventeen ninety nine? Probably because she's been used to me buying these kayaks that are like ridiculous prices." And she saw that one. She's like, "That's kind of reasonable." Well, it is. That that's a reasonable one. That one has a lot of features. Now it's going to be very stable. Um, you're going to be able. I don't. I don't know if I. It's stable enough where I want a chance standing on the foot pads that are on each side of the seat. Um, that may be a little too much for me. I've seen videos of people doing it, but I I haven't been able to do it. But they also have you know the new canoe unlimited with the 360 fusion seat it comes in at 1849 uh what other paddle yaks we got here you've got the frontier 1699 you got the bonafide ex 123 which is more of a sit inside kayak um those are really really cool i want to i want to test and demo that one day just just to see how it is a river kayak right duke Uh, kind of yeah it's more of a recreational kayak but you uh some people it's got red holders built into it. And I, I see they're talking about the hatch. That hatch on the Bonafide is pretty cool, too, because it swings open both ways. So you can uh, you can put your rods in from the from the bow and flip the 
flip the lid over uh, towards the stern, and you can put everything, your rods and stuff in there. That is a that's a pretty cool feature on the latches there. I'm, I'm looking on the side here. Let's see what other ones are just straight paddle. The Native Ultimate FX12. You guys know how we feel about the Native Ultimate, or how yeah. I feel about the Native Ultimate. Great paddling kayak. Um, it's very, very stable. It paddles really, really well. We've already talked about the Old Town Sportsman. Now, the 106 is 949. The Sportsman 120 is 1149. Um, you also that have the bar paddles. Great. That by far paddles, the paddles a lot better than the 10 footer. It got a huge amount of press. Like the day it dropped, people were yeah. all over it. Loving that boat. Yeah. The, the yeah, 120. Um, don't, talk. don't talk. Don't talk. Be quiet. Oh, sorry. 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 <laughs> Go ahead, Duke. Also the solo discovery. Yeah. The solo discovery 119 is actually the canoe hybrid, like the FX. Uh, from, so it's, it, it Paddles, that one paddles actually really, really well, too. Canoe now, hybrids are sweet, man. I, I see we have the Wilderness Recon 120, and it's it's eleven ninety nine. but I'm not sure I want to I wanna paddle that. I don't know if I want to tell anyone that's a, that's a paddle. I think that's a kayak that you could put a drive in that you can also paddle, but it's more of a, that's a drive kayak. That's, that's not a, it's not a paddle kayak. Yeah, so we, we, had we a have real, a lot of customers that buy that. We had a really interesting. Yeah, they customer. buy that, and in, in, <laughs> uh, we have a lot of customers that buy that, and hopefully this year they're they're all talking about buying the drive. So for the radar, yeah, no, no the uh, recon. Oh, I mean the recon, recon, recon. Mm-hmm. Is that the one with the pop up drive? Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, since you brought up the pop-up drive, we're fixing to get into the the different pedal kayaks and, and what you kind of need to ask yourself about the pedal kayaks. And you were talking about the way that the drive pops up. The now, on, on the wilderness, the Helix drive, it does, it does pop up. And I will say, Chris, that Jessica, Jessica loves that feature. And the reason she does is you can lift your drive out of the water with your feet. That's all you have to do. You have to take your feet off the pedals. You hit that with your, uh, there's a, a big button. You hit that button with your foot, and your drive comes straight up. So and it comes of, straight up every time. A lot of people get to talk to me about things that I hate while I'm fishing, and one of those things that I hate there's something is, right in front of your face. <laughs> something right in front of me. And I know they're always like, oh, but the Hobie drive's right in front of me. I can I can really get the Hobie drive out of my way. I can flatten it down. It, it doesn't cause uh, an obstruction. Somebody was talking to me the other day about having a, um, and one thing I will not wear on my boat. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I really don't want to drop this name, okay? It's a personal thing. It's just me. Please don't take it any other way. I have faults, all right? Yes, you do. We, we and, know. Yes, you do. And I cannot bring myself to wearing a line cutter's ring. Okay. okay. I can't wear the ring. I won't put it on my on my zipper. Um, anything that's sharp I, is out of the way. Out, I will not wear my NRS knife if I'm fishing. If I'm on a on a river trip, Absolutely. If I'm, you know, doing more yak packing, I'm going to have my NRS knife. Anything sharp is going to be away. 
anything that can cause a problem for me while I'm trying to land a fish is hopefully out of the way. What the hell does this have to do with pedal drives? That (laughs) freaking jack-in-the-box that pops up in front of you. That that is a negative. That is a negative for it. The first time I saw that, I went, no, 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 no. And Harry um, Smith from Harry Smith Outdoors was doing a big um, piece on it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, dude, you have to tell me, like, really, did you like that? And he's like, dude, I loved it. It was awesome. Um, it's so easy and effortless. I'm like, yeah, but the thing is right there in your face. It's me. It's just me. Okay. You'll hear me say it's not okay, but it's just because it's not okay for me. And that's, that's one of the negatives of that Helix drive is it does, it pops up right in front of you, but it's easier to pull that drive out of the water compared to anything else you don't have to lean forward you don't have to hit any tabs you don't have to unlock anything all you do is kick the button on the helix drive and it pops up now it is right in front of you that doesn't bother me as much as having all the clutter on the deck now all the clutter on the deck bothers me so if i pull the hobie drive and i completely pull it out i've got a whole hobie drive on the deck right in front of me that bugs the crap out of me. I would rather have a little pole sticking right in front of me than have a whole bunch of crap at my who, feet. Who, told, who pulls their <clears throat> Hobie drive? You and have to pull your Hobie drive time. If, if you're Hobie? in, if you are in really, really shallow water, you got to pull it sometimes. You you have to pull get it. out of here. Get out of here. You got to okay, pull this it. This is a non-Hobie man talking, trying to talk Hobie talk. Get out of here, kid. <laughs> I have, a, I, dude. I've had a PA for. Two years now. I've had the PA for a while, but it, it's a pain. Now, Duke, what 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 do you think? Because you have an old town. Now, what do you think about the PDL? And what about Thank the you, PDL? Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. I, I don't know what Ben said yet. Virtual but... fist bump, bro. <laughs> what about the PDL? <laughs> what are the advantages and disadvantages of the PDL compared to the Hobie fins and everything else? So this is this is my my thoughts on it. The Hobie drive is more efficient. Um, the Hobie drive is more efficient. Um, doesn't get caught in grass and weeds and fishing line and stuff like that. Um, you know, I originally when I when I got rid of my pescador, I I I walked cells with cash in my hand, ready to lay down some cash on a pro angler. But that was like 2006. 2005, Best pro uh, angler ever 2016, made. 15, 16. Oh, uh, but <laughs> no, 15, 16. But I was like, hold on, I have to pull the string to go reverse. But no, this is before that. I was like, so what do I do when I want to go reverse? And they were like, take the drive out, flip around, pull it back in. I'm like, that's dumb. So I bought a player. I bought a <laughs> look, look. The only people that are that are concerned about reverse on on a Hobie kayak are bass fishermen. Exactly. Yeah. Well, guys yeah. that fish so, the rigs too. Guys that fish they, the rigs, they, they totally, like to have reverse. They totally smashed it with uh, the 360. So you know, and that's why they can't. Nobody can hardly keep those things in stock, except for because, Mariner Sales, who has yeah. dozens and dozens in stock well, right now. So plug, the, plug, plug. Do you know, I, I was actually going to ask this question, the same exact question, so I'm glad you guys brought it up, because 
no drive, no drivers without their faults, right? They all have some, some right. issues, except for Jackson, who has a billion issues with their drive. Um, but the, the Hobie has got to be number two in line for the least amount of maintenance, in my opinion. I believe that if you treat that drive properly and you don't run it in the stumps constantly, well, the new kick-up fins have fixed that problem, although... I've seen some issues with people having problems with the kick-up fins. If you treat that drive right, I'm still using my original GT. And the yep. only thing I ever have to do to that GT is take it out every now and then, spray it down with some, some grease, put it back in, and use it. I've had to straighten the masts yep. like twice. You know, that's it. But the Propel drive, from what I understand, is virtually maintenance-free for the lifetime of the drive in fact they advertise like literally maintenance free don't yep. they yeah yep yep well the, the pdl drive the pdl drive the, the propel drive if drive and that's not maintenance free <laughs> i admit the pdl drive pdl drive is actually um pdl is old town kayak. Oh, yeah. propel uh, is yeah. Propel, uh yeah propel is native propel is native yeah. and aaron yeah, it, aaron it, has it, a Go ahead, Duke. You're more important than Drew right now. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it's virtually free. I mean, every once in a while, we'll see like a um, uh, a, a, a pin in the uh, on the drive get loose. Other than that, it's you know literally take the prop off, unscrew uh, screw the screw back in, and put some Loctite on it. Uh, other than that, it's it's virtually maintenance free. Uh, you don't have to, you know, Old Town doesn't recommend you opening it up, but they don't even sell parts for it. Uh, you've seen our parts wall. I mean, uh -huh. literally, the old town parts wall is like a couple of props, <laughs> some nuts. The Hobie, the Hobie Mirage Drive wall has. Uh, it's two walls. There's <laughs> two walls of Hobie stuff. I will tell you that, yes, it's good. Well, here's the thing is that every person that owns a Hobie, it's a good idea to have backup parts. Myself, I just keep an entire backup drive. <laughs> I, I do have a. I, I, I say I use my one my GT drive. I use my GT drive over my 180. I like it. I like it better than my 180. I leave the my I have one 180 that's never been used, just for two years, just sitting there. Just sitting there. Now, okay. So let's let's recap. Let's let's bring this in just a little bit on on the the differences between between everything because a listener is going to be listening to this and they're going to try to figure out what uh, what type of pedal drive they want to go with. Now the Hobie, you don't have to pull the drive. I know I'm re everybody's putting in the comments. You don't have to pull the drive. You don't have to pull the drive. It it bugs me whenever I'm actually standing up and I'm paddling around, and you know it's more like a push pull type environment. I I completely pull the drive because I don't like to have that bungee cord. Uh, clipped to the fins to oh, keep well, the would fins. Would you ever have the bungee cord there or the whole drive lane in front of you? It, that's that. That's what I'm getting at. So okay. you don't we'll have to pull. There. You don't have to pull it. Come for on, that. driving Miss Daisy. Here. You don't have to pull it for that. So you don't really. One of the advantages of the Hobie drive is you can kick the fins up against the drive. You can lock it into place with the bungee cord, yes. and you never have to pull your drive. Now, when you're getting super shallow in the marsh, like a lot of the saltwater anglers 
you know, including myself and including you, have to do. The prop drives, you have to pull those a little sooner, um, and you have to pull them out completely out of the water sometimes when you're getting into super, super skinny water. So if you really, really like fishing super, super skinny water all the time, then the Hobie Drive, that may be the one that you want to kind of put on the top of your list. Now, the Old Town with the PDL, if you're fishing a little bit deeper water, if you want to have that instant reverse, if you want to kind of have a maintenance-free setup, um, Aaron in the comments was just talking about, you know, if he hits something and he breaks his blade, he can literally change the prop in five minutes while on the water if he has the ex- extra Aaron prop Bell. with him. You're talking about Aaron Bell? Yes, Mr. Cooler. He, he can fish. He, he can change, he he can change his, the prop. He sold his top water. Whereas, <laughs> whereas with the Hobie, if you break something on that Mirage Drive, you're gonna be pedaling or paddling back to launch most of the time. What do you have to break in order to do, have to do that? Tell me. Any any part? What can you? What on there can break and you not be stuck? You can completely boom. lose one entire fin. And the boom and, would have to break the entire and, spine. The, the boom. The, I mean, and you you, have, you can limp back on one. Yes, but can you change that out in five minutes on the water? No, so, you can't. On the old no, town, you can't. <laughs> no, it's not, I'm just trying to think. On the old town, if you break a blade, you can still go about three an hour. Yeah, you can. So, you can still go for a little while. Drew, you were saying that um, the native propel drive that you would get just stuck right into. It would the wall. get stuck. Yes. Yes. So, in. Tilly, my tournament partner, was using that native uh, FX mm-hmm. PDL, and that thing just like he hits something and it just pops up. It, it just pops up, man. The whole thing will pop up, but I'm saying if you have to completely pull your drive up, there's no good way to really line up the prop on the natives. Now they do have they do have the little spring load that you press the you press it down and then you you uh, hit the hit the pedals, and then the prop stops and hits the, I don't know what to call it, the little deal that you press down. This is a horrible indexer. description. Yeah, the indexer. This is a horrible description for those just listening. Great, um, great, yeah, great use of real words. It's, a, it's there, got dude. a spinny. The spinny <laughs> hits the place that you push down. But there's no good way yeah. to really line that up where with the, with the PDL, the – you don't have to line anything up. The hole is big enough for the whole unit to come to come out of. Um, I wish I don't know how they could do it with the native drive, but you can, you have to line it up somewhere to get it out of the of the hole for the native drive. Um, is there is there some positives that ben, we can talk ben about says native his here? Better better than yours, regardless. He says mine's just better than yours. <laughs> are, are there some positives with the native drive that we can talk about? We've talked about the PDL and the Hobies a lot. Well, they got reflectors on the pedals. Well, I mean, except <laughs> reflectors on the pedals. I mean, and, and guys, <laughs> take this with a grain of salt. You're talking to one guy who owns like five Hobies. You're talking to myself 
who has a Helix drive in the house, a Hobie drive, and now the Old Town Motor. And you're talking to to Duke, who has the PDL, and he has the uh, the motor. You are you are correct. I have never owned anything that has that is prop driven on a kayak because honestly, I think that rotary drives are ridiculous. Well, and, but the main reason I was saying that is because there's got to be some positives for for the native. There's got to be some positives out there. Somebody in the comments tell us what the positives for the native drive are. Um, it can double as an anchor. Um, it's very heavy. I don't know what else. Duke, you got anything on the positives for the native drive? I hate to I hate the, to bash the, the, on him here. The, the positives, at least they don't come with the. Well, it, it, at least it doesn't come with these screws in the pedals anymore. That's true. They come in a it little doesn't. Ziploc bag. It, that, <laughs> it doesn't come with it. It comes with a Ziploc bag. Oh, Lord. We are not going to be sponsored by Native Kayaks anytime soon. Sorry, Woody. That is not going to be the 2024 sponsor of the show at all. Honestly, I still think the Slayer 10 Propel is one of the best 10-foot kayaks because it's 57 pounds mm-hmm. bro but if you're so, six foot tall or, or taller you look like a monkey riding a football <laughs> yeah but you know usually I, I own multiple kayaks and i would you know i put that in the back of my truck in a heartbeat and just go i mean i used it all the time you know i'd carry it on my shoulders going down a freaking hill going to some rivers it's it's fun i've seen them turn in complete circles the little just, 10-foot pack, just, yeah, yeah, man, they turn pretty tight. So there's Jeff, your positives on the. Well, Jeff has a good yeah. one here on the on the native. Jeff, Jeff has a good one. The, the native drive, if you set it up on top of the, the, the scupper hole and you do it with your hand, it is a dang good fan. Like, that, that, it's got a big prop on it. You will get air conditioning while on the water. You can just sit there and turn, turn, turn. Ben said prop drives feel like exercise bikes. They do, and the darn things push, push your knees all the way up into your chest. Um, they don't create enough yeah. torque. There's, there's a terminal velocity that they achieve rather quickly. Um, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to be able to outperform a Mirage drive. They just can't. And I don't mean to sound like some sort of Hobie fanboy, but Mirage drive was, was something that was alien technology before we started using it in kayaks. That's just oh, it was somebody, somebody dropping acid, watching a nature show, <laughs> copying penguins. What if we strapped a penguin <laughs> to the bottom of a kayak and made him swim? Dude. What if we did that? Yes. Yes. That would work. That would work. They even used the penguin on their on their so old advertising. The, 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 the guy there like in Malibu, California, and the dude's like, yes, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, let, let's let's kind of let's reel it back in a little bit. What what advice would you give somebody when trying to choose which which one of these kayaks um, to get into before they go out and buy? My one of my biggest things um, when looking at a kayak and. You know, there, there's a lot of different things, and I'm trying to set Chris and Duke up here for some softballs. So I'm going to go with one that people don't really think about a lot when buying a kayak. I want to know how 
you are going to transport it. Um, how are you going to transport this kayak? Where, where'd he go? Here. My, I have, I'm grabbing here. a charging cord. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. maybe he had to go, you know, make pee-pee or something. Go to the restroom. So I, I want to know how are you going to transport this thing? Because the difference between a Hobie PA and a Compass is tremendous if you're car topping. If, if you have to car top, you're not going to buy a trailer. You're not going to spend money um, on any other, you know, you just want to throw it on a rack, throw it on the top of your car. How you're going to transport these things should be something that you consider whenever you're buying one of these kayaks. Because it takes a lot, you know, people think, you know, 70 pounds isn't bad, 80 pounds isn't bad, until they have to lift that over their head by their self trying to get it onto a rack uh, on the top of an SUV or something like that. Car, so, ta- car topping plane out 100% just is horrible. But some You're, people have to do it. Some people have to do it. And if you have to do it, I mean, you know what I did it with? I had a lifted SUV mm-hmm. and I was car topping on top of a lifted SUV. And I was like, this is absolute bull crap. This is the worst thing ever. And if I, if I had, you know, Seth's Toyota Corolla and I was car topping with that, that's something completely different. Okay. That's what I consider true car topping SUV topping. No dude. Plus, I traveled from um, Houston to uh, Baton Rouge in a Subaru with a Tarpon 160 on top. And I thought the Subaru was going to take flight. It just wasn't right, man. It just was not right. Yeah, Seth is the car top whisperer for sure. He loves the car topping. Any time, any way, any any possible way that you can get a trailer that is possibly the best way to transport a kayak it's out of the way when you're done you get home you unhitch the trailer you put the trailer in your garage and that's it mm-hmm. and you don't go. you don't have to really worry about the weight of the kayak because you can don't always worry about it you can always drag it off of there you you can pull it off but if you're if you're just looking to buy your first kayak and you're looking to get a pedal drive, I think looking at the weight and how you're going to transport this thing should definitely be something that you really think about. Chris, any what is kayak. any kayak? Any kayak. Now, Chris, what is something, if you're buying a pedal drive, that you really think that people need to spend a long and hard time thinking about? It all It all comes down to one thing. Your style of fishing. I mean, if or 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 if you if you're actually going to fish, because you know what, there are better recreational pedal kayaks out there than there are fishing kayaks. You know, or I, yeah. I didn't that didn't come out right. It's getting late. There are kayaks out there that are pedal driven that are meant to be recreational. Where are there there are kayaks out there that are meant to be fishing kayaks that are pedal driven? For instance. Um, Although the Adventure 16, or now just called the Revo 16, 
it is essentially a pleasure craft it's not a fishing kayak it has some fishing ability but that thing is meant to be just a recreational kayak right would you agree Correct. with me um yep. you need to spend some time thinking about what you're going to use that thing for and what kind of if it's going to be fishing what kind of fishing salt marshes offshore inshore bays lakes rivers i think probably the biggest difference is small water rivers versus lakes and bays that's a huge difference the kayak is going to be completely different it should be you look I, like you're I, falling asleep too man no i i completely agree duke what about you what do you, <laughs> what, do, what do you think is one of the biggest things someone to take should take into consideration when trying to choose a pedal drive kayak well um trying to choose a pedal drive kayak i mean um, transportation, how they're going to transport it, for sure. I mean, we have so many customers coming in there with, like, you know, a Honda Pilot or something like that, and they're like, you know, I'm just pro-wing the world. Look, dude, you're in Texas. You, there, there's no doubt it's going to be 105 degrees outside. You're fishing eight hours. You do not want to lift that thing on top of a Honda Pilot after eight hours of fishing. You know, you, you'll do it once or twice. That's about it. Um, you know, so always, always keep that in mind, you know, what you're able to do, what, you know, what your back handle, um, you know, we, we have so many guys that probably three or four, three or four people a day asking us, you know, what they can, you know, you know, we have couple, older couples that come in that want, you know, two kayaks and the husband's like, oh yeah, I want to put two pungos or two, two fair axes on the on- top of my uh pathfinder or something like you have to sit there and tell the husband look dude you're in texas look dude. it's gonna be 100 <laughs> 105 degrees outside and you're gonna have to lift these by yourself at the well, end of eight hour a, fishing trip it's a pungo though a pungo just weighs 20 pounds so well well the, not all the time it's a pungo a lot of times it's pedal drive and the husband's gonna have to lift it so yeah. and they're like in their 70s I make my wife lift everything. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Can can it be lifted up there? Absolutely, it can be. Is it convenient? No. If you're doing it by yourself, it's a it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, it's it's very different. I know Meredith is is she's she's commenting over here. She travels from Florida with the SUV. They threw they throw two Outbacks on top of the SUV. It's doable. It it is definitely doable, and if if you're throwing two up there, you have somebody with you to help unload and load. If it's just one person, it is very very difficult to get anything on dude, top with remember, with anything over eighty pounds. And remember, I'm a, I'm a strong dude, and it's still yeah. hard. Just recall Colin Elliott trying to get that Jackson Cuda on top of his Toyota Matrix. All yeah, the it, time. It, and it's a pain. It's hard. It's hard uh, to get up there. Now, bro staff, earlier I told you to listen. I said you need to listen. I'm going to give everybody about 10 seconds to get over to the Paddler's Playbook Facebook page and watch this. And then we are going to do a giveaway. Um, 
Mariner Sales was very generous for this show. Duke, you got your Burley Pro shirt on there. We're going to give away some Burley Pro stuff. We're going to give away a Bumper Pro, and we're going to give away a Fish Finder visor from Burley Pro. Uh, you are not eligible, sir. I need Bumper Pros. You're not eligible. I ha- You didn't get a Bumper Pro. Oh, never mind. You don't have a Bumper Pro yet. I got a Bumper Pro. We're going to do an install video on the Bumper Pro, which... It won't be a very long install video, but we're going to do an install video. Just goop, slap, and go. Um, But we're going to give away a Burley Bumper Pro and a Burley Fish Finder Visor. And you get to pick what, um, which one that you want for the kayak that you have. Um, if it's available, you know, if Burley Pro has a Bumper Pro or if they have the visor. They have a visor for pretty much every fish finder, though, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There yep. there was there was racks and racks of that. So my question is that for I the didn't know so first. Burley Pro existed, honestly. Dude, there's so much Burley Pro. It's it's tons of Burley Pro. But in, in the comments. Martin to just like jump out from behind all that stuff. In the comments, I want to know the first person to comment what Duke's first kayak was will win a Burley Pro Bumper Pro, and they will win a Fish Finder Visor from Mariner Sales and Burley Pro. So the first person that can tell me what his first kayak was will win that. And we're going to do – let's go ahead and – Wheel of Fortune style. You've got to say it exactly – Look, I want to know the whole thing. I want to know the whole thing. Ah, okay. So, Chris, we, we do, are we going to take just the manufacturer for the first one, or do we want the whole thing? I want the whole thing. Whole thing. All right, the winner, Austin Matthews. He got it right that quick. Pescador, 120. He got it right. So, right. congratulations, Austin Matthews. You know, we have some... Uh, we have some perception. We got Pescador. We got Bo. Uh, fourth place and Pescador twelve. That little late, but that 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 was right. Uh, we got we got Paul Roberts from Bass and Brew saying the Ascend ten point five Ranger one forty. You sick can, boy. Can we restart this over? I I wasn't here for that. Um, so. Yes, Austin, uh, send me a, send me a private message, man. We'll get you a Burley Pro Bumper Pro and a Fish Finder um, visor for for any kind of Fish Finder that you may have. Compliments of Mariner Sales. Always have to comment that it always shows him first on his screen. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going by what I got right in front of me. Seth, you you win way too much, man. You win way too much. Right in front of me. You're, you're not eligible for any more prizes. <laughs> and and we we also said that we had a t-shirt prize pack from Real Sportswear. Chris, how do you want to give that away? I'll let you pick how we get that. Just put some thought into it. Let's 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 move on from. We've right. kind of put so, some thought into it, and then we're gonna so, give it away. Or you've already got it. You've I've already got, got it I've figured out. I've already got it. All right. So if you were if you were on the show from the very beginning, in our reveal video, there was a theme song used in our reveal video. First one to comment with the accurate 
name of that theme song will win the real sportswear prize pack. Can you see the comments right now? Can you see the comments? I'm looking. I don't. All right. I don't know what I don't know what the accurate name is. So you're gonna have to tell me what the accurate name is. And then here in just a little bit, we're gonna give away some Paddler's Playbook uh, weight baits. Some. Look at that. Why won't it zoom? There we go. What? Uh? 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 There we go. Ooh, man. Everybody. Every. See, y'all should have paid attention the whole time. That commercial was off the chain, dude. It was lit. It was lit. So if I'll give you guys a hint, it was very eighties. It was very, very, very eighties. <laughs> so let's uh, let's let's move on now. We we've kind of talked about the pedal drives. What motors can can you think of? like if 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 you are talking about putting a motor on a kayak which kayaks in your opinion do you think receive a motor setup better than any any others out there i know the old town is probably it's number one because it's made for the motor but what other kayaks will you know take a newport vessels motor on the back take a torpedo you know that that are really set up for that um, I mean, the new canoe, new canoe frontiers and the, and the unlimited, they're made, you know, the whole, uh, uh, pedal, uh, they, they, there is basically a blank canvas, you know, um, made super stable, uh, paddles well, uh, yeah, I think those are made for it, um, cause you know, realistically, even the Bonafide, the SS-127, it's kind of like, you know, hey, stable enough for this. So, yeah, that's what I, the new, the new canoe Unlimited and the Frontier 12s are probably the best suited. What if you want to put a bow mount? Are, are you still going with the, you still going with the new canoe if you want to throw a bow mount trolling motor on one? Yeah, I would do the Unlimited, yeah. That, or the frontier. Limited. Well, you can't put one on the frontier. I guess you could. Actually, I have seen people do the frontier you, with yeah. the, with a bow mount. There's a you, there's you a can kit do it on the frontier. It. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's even a kit for the flint, but I don't recommend it on the flint. Let me ask a question, because I do have a frontier twelve. Um, can I get the Newport plate? Just so I can take the Newport off of my SS one twenty seven and put it onto my frontier without doing a whole install destall well yes you can hey yes i'm gonna do it glad you asked yes you can because (laughs) i tell you what man michelle and i had a blast i know we always talk about tandems being divorce makers but that thing was awesome to fish out of in the tandem configuration it was badass Again, yeah. you better really love the person you're on that kayak with. Well, she can fish, bro. That's <laughs> that's very fish, true. Bro. So that makes it all, you know, and she was she was letting me stand and sight cast while she was paddling me around too. So that was cool. <laughs> That's that's awesome. Chris, I don't think anybody's going to win. Okay. They're not going right. to win this One t-shirt. More question. I got another question for you. T-shirt pack from Real Sportswear. All right. Name Something from the video. Something from One, the video. Oh, from the video? Okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to say it's still relevant to this this podcast, though. All right, but it's not from the video. Okay. Name one of the of two 
of the new sponsors that are coming onto the show for 2022. Not name Mariner Sales. Not name Mariner Sales. Name one of the two two. others that we announced earlier in the show, and you win a T-shirt pack from Real Sportswear. Um, They're pretty sweet, too. They're, They're some pretty sweet, sweet shirts. The well, he says Mariner sales Plano. Nope, those aren't new. Hey, there we go. Hey, our man Corey. Corey was the first one, and the answer was the fly trap. The fly trap. The that, fly trap. that is going to be awesome, guys. They're going to be on in what two weeks? Yeah, they'll be the on really trap. soon. Next one, February eighth. We record with them February eighth, and that is just going to be awesome, dude. Chris is super down to earth. Nino is cool as hell. Um, we're going to have a blast with those guys. And and my brother, Chris Turner, I wasn't going to let him win anything anyway. Red Tail Republic, those were the two. So the Fly Trap, Red Tail Republic, and Mariner Sales were the three uh, new ones that we brought on for this year. Um, what is there anything else that you guys can really think of that people really need to be taken into consideration other than budget, how they're going to transport it? Do they want to pedal? Do they want to paddle? And you do they, what, do what, they what want a motor? What are they going to use it for? You know, what other advice can we offer people? Because, well, just as just oh. a general, a generalized statement. Somebody asked this question earlier, and I can throw it in there with your others. Okay, hold on to that. Yep. Resale value. That's a good one. Which ones hold their their value more? Which ones hold their value more? Yeah, because everybody, nobody's going to go out and buy. Um, you know, they'll buy a, a a Hyundai because they just need a Hyundai to drive, but they're not going to buy it for resale value. They're going to so, buy a Toyota for resale value. That's that's true. So what do you think um what do you think are you know some of the best reselling kayaks? Hobie is going to be top notch the number one as far as host uh, resale value. Oh. Without a doubt. So um, I don't know if you guys have been following the resale on these kayaks in the last month. Now they've been bonkers. skyrocketing. Uh because yeah, because the price of, you know, uh the price of plastics going up, the you know, the availability um heck even the hits People are selling year-old Ascend FS12 because Bass Pro discontinued them for retail price, thousand bucks. It's been mm-hmm. ridiculous. So it's, it it's, I don't even want to talk about so <laughs> retail right now. So right now it's an outlier, though. You know, it's an outlier. The the prices that people are getting right now are not. They're not going to be true to the market whenever the market stabilizes. No. Whenever the market <laughs> stabilizes, you're going to have to go back to the tried and true, which are going to be. Okay, Old Town is Old Town is going to keep their value um, because now they may not have in the past, but they have these models now that have come out on top, and they've really driven the market. They've they've actually steered the market for the past like two years. They've been steering the market, and their value is going to be maintained. I think Native's value is maintained pretty well, also, um, but. You've got your your lower end kayaks that honestly probably hit that five hundred dollar mark and they just stay there. Mm-hmm. And those are usually the the lower end thousand dollar kayaks. They yeah, hit that five hundred dollar mark and they just stay there. That's those pescadors. That's the 
Uh, I mean, and these these are better kayaks. They're just a little older. That's the Pescadors. That's the Tarpons. That's the Wilderness Rides. That's the Native Ultimates. You know, that's the the popular kayaks from the late 2000s into the 2010s. And then everything really started to change 2014, 2015. Um, but Chris, you said something about the market stabilizing. Now, we talked about all the kayaks that they have at Mariner Sales right now. Are you guys starting to see an upswing in production with more availability of kayaks? And do you think that we're going to start stabilizing a little more where you don't have to, I mean, right now you don't have to wait on kayaks. If you go up to Mariner sales in Dallas, you can pick probably any, whatever kayak you're thinking about. That's brand new from a major manufacturer. They probably have one in stock right now. Whereas a year ago, that was not the case. You were on a waiting list. You were waiting to get an order. Do you think that we're starting to stabilize yep. right now? Um, do you see what's happening right now is, well, we, they had a whole year to catch up. Uh, and in December, a lot of the manufacturers actually were sending out what they owed from like six months ago. So it's kind of caught up a little bit. When, when demand picks up again around March, April, I do not think the uh, the manufacturer will be able to keep up with it. Uh, because they're still going to have, you know, production issues, getting supplies. Um, that's all. That's still going to be an issue. You know, we got, you know, uh, stuff getting imported in docks. Um, that's that's where the, the, the bottleneck is. Um, you know, even though the U.S. manufacturers, they can produce these holes, you know, they're still waiting for tracks or seats or drives that are made overseas. Uh, you know, every, everybody's dealing with it, not just one particular brand. Um, you know, like the way dude puts old town, native, everybody. Because he's, he's basically de- describing ebbs and tides. You know, it's going to be that way for a little bit. And it'll probably take some time before yep. we get that. You know that tide that comes in, and it just feels ah, all right. This is this is the normal tide. Yeah, yeah, and and, yeah. and I think you know, when we order this kind of stuff, it's like <laughs> you got it. Go ahead. Well, when we order this kind of stuff, we well when we order this kind of stuff, it's like you have to predict what the market is going to be like for the whole year. So we have to get our orders in August to get our twenty twenty two orders in. So it's kind of like almost impossible. Like, well, I want to order this, and then you're like, "Oh crap, I forgot." There's a truckload of so-so coming, you know, that we we forgot about. So now you have this product, and then you order something that's coming in January, February. That's a slow, slow month for you. So you're like, "Oh man, now we're gonna be stuck with double shipments." So it's so it's kind of a double-edged sword. What what I'm hearing right now, and what I've seen with my own two eyes is if you are thinking about buying a new kayak in 2022, buy it in the next month or two before everyone gets their tax Mm. money and everyone is buying a kayak. Yep. And while, while places like Mariner sales has full stock, get in there and get what you want now. Let me add this. I saw it on the on yep. the wall in there. They do offer financing. 
they, they do. We do offer financing. Go to our website. <clears throat> we offer synchrony financing on, through our website. Yep. You so, can go through yeah. the website. Uh, and, and, you know, you guys that are on the fence. Yeah. You guys that are on the fence about, you know, the Hobie 60, the Old Town Autopilot tech, even the 120 PDLs or the Slayer Maxes or, you know, Unlimited with Newport vessels. We have all of it in stock. We, we even have X-I-3s with, you know, spot lock in stock. Um, you know, all that stuff, you know, build your wish list, get on our website, get the financing, get it while we have it. Because if we don't have it, our stuff is going to be a long, long waiting list. You Houston guys, I'm not going to lie. I've actually thought about doing some hot shotting of kayaks. So if we need to try and get, you know, five, six kayaks down here, you go ahead and pay for them. I might just charge you just for gas money. <laughs> yeah, because Mariner sells, you guys you guys do ship all over the country for parts and accessories and things like that, but you and do not, not kayaks. ship kayaks. You guys will have to go to the store. Nope. But if we you go to the kayaks. store to buy a kayak, you better be ready and have some money allocated on the side to get all the accessories that you want whenever you go there. I could not leave the store Look, we, we, we went to get our kayaks. We went to get our accessories. You know, we got our lithium batteries for our stuff. You know, I got the Mariner Sales horizontal rod holders because no bass fisherman can have a kayak without horizontal, horizontal rod, rod shoulders. Rod I have learned that from this show and talking to people. So Mariner Sales actually has track-mounted horizontal rod holders that I got. But I got that. But I couldn't leave. Jessica had to get... A new crate. She had to get the new wilderness crate was there. And I had to get me some boundary boots. So if you go to the store, be prepared to spend two or three hundred dollars more you, than you had planned to spend. Just, oh, just, just letting you know. Dude, two or three hundred dollars. Come on, man. You spent two or three thousand dollars more than what you were supposed to spend. Bro, that invoice was six grand for my for my stuff. That's plus. That's not even counting the 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 boundary boots and everything. It it, oh, it you was just let the cat out of the bag. You gonna have people fighting you for them boundary boots now. They're size nine boundary boots, guys. <laughs> the most the most sought after thing on the market right now. I I agree with Jose, and we were talking to Duke before that. Houston needs a Mariner sales. Yes. Houston needs a Mariner so but you know they it's not that far of a drive guys it really isn't and it is worth getting exactly what you want it's worth putting your hands on the equipment it's worth you know you get to look at the excel you get to feel the power of the yak attack Paul, and the burly pro Paul, we said that they have boundary boots in stock not boundary boots in crocs yes not boundary boots in crocs. <laughs> redneck Golly, golly! Does he qualify as redneck up there in um, where's North he Carolina, North South Carolina, Carolina, South Carolina? Uh, guys, if you haven't checked out uh, Bass That's and Brews, go check that it's out. A riot. It's a riot. Me, me and Chris were on the show. Um, Paul Paul brought us on, and we felt like it was a trap because it was two bass guys trying to talk to the saltwater guys. Um, but it was really fun. Now I got one more question and we're going to give away, I'm going to give away, um, one of these custom weight baits. We did a sharing contest. I'm going to go through and look who, if you shared this video or if you shared the event itself, um, I'm going to, I'm going to 
go through and randomly do a random name generator and give one of these Paddler's Playbook wake, wake baits away. But for, for those of you listening, what trail, what bass trail am I going to fish this year? There was two of them that I named. It's going to last forever. There was two of them that I named. If you can tell me what bass, if you can get close, if you can get close to the abbreviations, I will send you a custom Paddler's Playbook wake bait. And I want to see, oh, Paul, Paul already got it. Did he really? Paul, Southeast even, Texas even Bass League. The correct, like acronym. He did. He that got it right. right. Uh, I see North Texas and cats. Paul, he got it all back. right. We yeah. take it back. You're not. You're not redneck. You're hick. You're not redneck. You're hick. Now, now, Duke, you not only run Mariner Sales. Um, before we get out of here, we're, we're running up on ten o'clock. We gotta. We gotta start wrapping this thing up. Um, yes. You not only run Mariner Sales, but you you do a lot of tournament fishing yourself do you want to talk about you know some of your sponsors talk about your trail for a little bit um where where your tournaments are coming up at because i'm gonna fish i'm fishing one of your tournaments coming up on lake palestine very soon but you know let's talk about your sponsors let's talk about what's going on with duke um so sponsors you know i was really originally marrying yourself one of the very first sponsors um but right now uh Old Town, uh, Old Town, uh, Pier Fishing, just like you guys, um, Western Sun, uh, Vodka. Um, uh, what's your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite flavor? Your favorite flavor, of Western Sun's Vodka. Man, it's got to be. It. I, I love the blueberry, but man, I've been drinking a ton of their peach with some peach tea. Good oh. lord. Sounds good. Dude, their watermelon. Yeah. I can drink their watermelon straight. If it's cold, I can just drink it straight. Yep. Um, that stuff yep. was dangerous, man. Yep. They, they made me drink some one night. <laughs> it was dangerous. <laughs> it's so cool that it is dangerous. Uh, also sponsored by Supernova. Uh, um, you know, I think that might be it. I don't know. There's probably a couple others. I'm, I really haven't keep a hold lot of track of it um robo hawk you know i carry their um lanyards those are fantastic uh saves your it'll save your phone so tournament guys always they really should have a some sort of phone leash it's awesome um, why do their why do why do their phones run, run down so the, quickly i don't i don't understand why everybody has to charge their phone out on the water like, why are you playing with your phone oh, no, that no, much no. that you have to charge it? <laughs> Checking social media, making YouTube videos. Uh, I guess. No, phone tether so it doesn't fall out. Oh, I got you. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So when you're, when you're, you know, when you actually catch fish during a tournament and you're scoring it, fish don't knock your phone out of your hand. Well, that's the problem. I got to catch fish during the tournament to take some pictures, pull my phone out. I guess, I guess that's the issue. I'm not on my phone enough to take pictures. Um, oh, that's right. Y'all are all, yeah, um, yeah catch, CPR tournaments. Yep. CPR. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I, salt, I, I, I run, you know, that. so. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember a lot of people were messaging me about the last catch redfish tournament where it was live submission i was like oh 
That was yeah, kind of weird. All one. redfish tournaments are live submissions. Yeah, all redfish tournaments are live, man. We and, tried and, assault, we tried a, a CPR event once, and it failed miserably. Like nobody entered. Nobody. Yeah, I bet. Participated. Well, the the thing <laughs> is, Duke, if, if you it's culture, do... it's the culture of of the inshore events. It just well. It, also, it's yeah. If if you do two, you're only you only have two redfish, and if you're going dropping it down to the nearest quarter inch in a typical redfish tournament you say you got what 100 150 anglers maybe um you are gonna have at least i would say what would you say chris seven eight people bring in fish that are gonna be 27 and three quarter like the uh, you're talking well you all right there duke <laughs> sorry my phone fell it, so you're gonna if you have a hundred anglers enter you're probably gonna have 40 people bringing redfish and are you gonna have eight or nine 27 and three-quarter fish nah nah you don't think so it's rare that you have that many you sound like chad hoover when 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 we had chad on here talking about oh, the kss we had him on here talking about the kss and we talked to him and they had the catch photo and release um series and it was a month-long series and it was your five best fish and he's like man there ain't no way we're gonna have anybody max out you know five fish right at 27 and three quarter ain't no way very first month four people maxed out four people maxed out with five fish that were 27 well, and three quarters. That's a completely different animal, though, dude. And that would take a whole nother episode because that's a fish anytime, anywhere type of deal. Type of event. Yeah. We're talking constraints where it's one day, you know, 12 hours. You're not going to get that many 27 and three quarter fish. You, you think that there would be, it would be a lot closer in. Um, compared to the weight, only because you're, you're fishing in a slot limit. And Duke, this is why I think it's important to have live weigh-ins for redfish, is you're fishing within a slot limit. It's not just, you know, the mm-hmm. biggest fish. It, it, it's, it's not a slot limit. It's not it, combined length. It's weight. It's it, It's got to be weight because the difference between a 20, that like if you catch a 25-inch redfish, there could be a difference in two pounds of a big 25-inch redfish and a small 25-inch redfish. And some 26ers could be eight, nine pounds. Yeah. I've they, seen them. They look like little Oompa Loompas. They could be absolutely huge. And you're only allowed to bring in, you know, most of these tournaments are two fish. So that's why they keep it weight. It's it's two we fish, two fish, fish stringer. Alive. There's a question yeah. how we keep them alive. We keep them on a stringer. And then transporting yeah. them from... Um, from kayak to the weigh-in, we use live wells. So basically, you've got a old, you know, igloo cooler with some uh, mm. bubblers install, yep. installed inside. And they Running usually off. swim off after the weigh-in. Mm-hmm. After they're weighed in, they swim off. They're they're gone. They stay alive. I usually, I usually kill like one a year, maybe two. But yeah, you still eat it. Happens. You take it home and eat it. Yeah. Now, now we got way, way off in the weeds. Let Let's wrap yeah. this up. We got to wrap this. Talk about talk about the, <laughs> talk about your kayak trail, man. Let's let Let's talk about the North Texas Kayak Championship. Yeah. 
Um, so I got first one's coming up on Palestine, um, and I think uh, the fourth after that. Uh, <coughs> man, I don't remember the exact trail schedule. So you got uh, you got Palestine February ninth. You got Palestine February nineteenth. You got Lake Fork March twelfth. You got Lake Whitney April ninth. Uh, Lake Lake Amon Carter mm-hmm. the twenty eighth. Lake Worth June eleventh. And the classic on Lake Athens, July twenty third. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a big <laughs> heavy like sigh, man. That was a big heavy lake, sigh. Man. Yeah. No, I, you know, I actually love every one of those lakes except for Amon Carter. <laughs> I, I, dude, I have had tough, tough times on Amon Carter, so it's a, it's. It could be good. It could be bad. Some people that they are catching them or on them, but when you're not, it's it's famine most of the time for me. So, uh, but it's known to have some big fish in it. Any any um, otter um, weigh-ins coming up? <laughs> otter events? No, no. Uh, but on top of my my actual trail, I also do a working man's every Thursday um, from daylight savings time to daylight savings time. So. During the summer, we every Thursday night we deal working men's. Uh, it's helped get people into kayak fishing, learning how to kayak fish. You know, getting to meet people that have you know first time kayak fishermen. Uh, less people, less the new guys get to fish with you know um, seasoned veterans. Um, you know, ask questions, learn some techniques on the water. Uh, we use the, we even use that opportunity to let new people test out you know demo new action. Um, so it's it's a it's a cool event. It's sponsored by Mariner Sales. It's a free tournament. You win, a, you know, a gift card to Mariner Sales, and usually there's like a five ten dollars best. That's optional. Um, oh. And on top of that, I also run the uh, Lone Star Throwdown every year, which is you know um, all re- all the top regions in Texas. We all get together. Um, Central, the Austin guys won it last year, so they get to pick lake. They get to pick the lake. Um, so that's always a fun event. Um, last year we had 160 people enter. The year before it was like 186. So it's usually a very good event. What what time of the year is um, that one? Is that usually in the late fall? Late fall is usually Columbus Day weekend. I need to put that one on the calendar. I need to put that one on the calendar. Now, Duke, I, I'm getting grief here. Vincent Vo is yelling at me for for the way I'm pronouncing your name. But for, is it Duke? What is it? What is it? How do we properly it's pronounce got, your name? It's got like a on on that U, doesn't it? I I just go if if you pronounce it correctly, it's in Vietnamese. But my I've always it's always been Duke. Like it's so much easier for me to tell somebody it's Don Wayne. It's the Duke. It's, Plus, it's very easy. To have a name like Duke. Come on, man. The Duke. Yeah. I wish I had a cool <laughs> nickname like that. Yeah, yeah. The Duke. I mean, all I get is Baldy. Like yeah. I get Baldy. Like that's not a like, cool nickname. Straight, we got like straight up white dude names: Drew and Chris. Chris. <laughs> not only that, I got three first names: Chris, James, Lewis. I mean, that's like. My mom couldn't decide if I needed one first name or three. Mr. Charles Andrew. <laughs> Sir Charles Andrew Turner. Yeah. Charles Andrew. 
right. I think uh, I think we've rambled on <laughs> enough for episode one of season three. I hope the listeners um, took a lot out of this. Um, it was a little different than the very first episode we did, Chris, where we talked about the different different things that you need to think about. Dude, I, I, I think people. Go this ahead, was say it. Ass. This was wide ass, man. This was fun. We got to let you guys know all about the new sponsors for this year. The fly shop, the fly trap. Sorry, I'm I'm gonna get that right by the end of the, the season. Fly trap. The fly trap. Red tail. He's yeah. Red tail Republic Optics. Real Sportswear is back with us. Pure Fishing is back with us, and Mariner Sales is here sponsoring. Driving the bus. The Mariner Stale Studio with the Paddlers. Driving playbook. the bus. We, 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 we've did some great giveaways uh, today. Check out the Facebook page if you don't already. I saw some new reviews on Apple, and I was, I was really excited. We got some five-star reviews there. There wasn't just a one-star that said, you guys suck or you're drunk or anything like that. So if you get a chance, stop over at Apple Podcast and leave us a five-star review it helps others find us. Um, for season three, guys, we're also going to be doing a ton of video content. We're going to be doing oh, some we're new. Try. We're going to try to get some video. No, we content. are going to do some video content. Um, we're also going to do a new segment starting next episode. So in two weeks after you hear this, we're going to do a new segment. We're going to do the Mariner. Yep. The Mariner sales product showcase where we're going to be talking about, we're going to be, that is not news to you, Chris. That is not news. He loves to spring things on me. He's like, Hey, we're going to start wearing uniforms, thongs and bikinis. (laughs) What? (laughs) That's what we're going to be. So we're going to have some new segments, um, going into, Season three, I, I'm really excited about this. Duke, man, thanks so much for putting this together. You know, Duke was was who I contacted whenever you know we were reaching out about season three sponsors. So I, I'm gonna give all the credit to Duke right now. Thanks, Duke, for Indeed. for for hooking this up and coming on the show oh, no. and talking kayaks and listening to me send you a thousand messages about bass fishing every single day and answering answering my questions. He still won't give me any help with spots, but he is helping me with everything else. Don't give him those spots, man. I did it once. I've regretted it ever since. Oh, I'm going spots. They're not very good spots, but I'll give it to them. <laughs> a couple otters spread throughout. <laughs> no, Chris, uh, man, we're glad to be part of the... The show, so <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Thanks Chris, you got me, anything guys. else, man? No, man. Let's do it. Let's rip it up. I'm ready, man. I'm ready for this year. I'm done with the house. This week they put the last coat of freaking poly on the floor. The damn trim's going down, and my furniture's going in. Nice. Let's the, fish, baby. Let's let, fish. Let's fish. The last thing I want to leave you guys with is. Stay tuned next week. You're going to want to listen to the show. I know everybody was talking about, man, I got to get boats. I got to get this. I got to get that. We told you guys to get it in before tax season gets here and there's no boats or accessories available. Next week, we are going to give you guys the bro staff discount code for Mariner Sales, which is going to help you guys out a lot whenever you're ordering all of your accessories. So Don't stay tuned. Next dots on your everyday carry, guys. <laughs> We're out of here. Peace. You, you guys ought to know better. See ya.